Okay, kids, let's go. There has been an awakening. Have you felt it? Hello, what have we here? Hello. Holy shit. Thanks, C3 penis face and R2 dickhead. Hello there. Looking. Found someone you have, I would say. <laughs> May the force be with us. Fucking A. Mm, do you want it? <laughs> oh, because I can have it. Because <laughs> I can order it three to five business days. Oh, good day, Galaxy. Welcome back. You don't have the uh, Amazon Prime one-day delivery on that special goodness? You know, I'm a stickler. I don't like paying different things. Like, I, uh, I'm I I don't maybe like idiotic, things. but I'm fr- a frugal idiot. Um, I don't pay for Amazon Prime. And oh, really? I, so when I order stuff, I still click. Uh, you have to, it defaults to like a $10 charge or whatever the fuck you're buying. Yeah. But I always go in there, change it, and say, no, free shipping. And it, nine times out of ten, still shows up in two days. Really? Yep. Yep. It'll literally send me an email and say, hey, your stuff's uh, shipping early. It's like, hey, wow, great. I feel like the majority of people do have Prime, so it's probably more work for them to send shit out a day later than everyone well, they, else's. They just want to, yeah, they're just trying to ship it out. They don't, there's no <clears throat> point to waiting. If they've got it, they want to ship it out. That's how they make money. They go hard, dude. So, Amazon, yeah. it's insane. It is a ridiculous thing. They got a whole truckload of shit at our apartment every day. There's new stuff. It's insane. They got, they got too much going on over there. And, and now they they're coming started. out with the Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's a... You know, I know you... We have a group chat with a couple of the local freaks. Um, <laughs> and you guys were had shared that. And I hadn't sat down and watched it. And I, I sat down and, and watched the trailer uh, this morning. And I was like... You know, for something that... I'm mildly into like I, I enjoy Lord of the Rings. I would not. Ne- I'm not gonna bash on it. Um, it's just it, it never like I don't know. It was never quite there for me. <laughs> but like when I watched this trailer, I was like, oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Well, they're taking it really seriously. Well, and that's mm. like I was watching a, a retrospective on Lord of the Rings, the movies, because there was just 20 years of. Um, Fellowship came out 20 years ago mm-hmm. last Christmas, like two months ago. So I was watching a retrospective and it was like, it was such a feat of filmmaking and storytelling that will probably never happen again because the stars had to align. They got approved to do three movies at once. It was the biggest budget for any movie at the time. CGI was just good enough that they could film it. They did the whole thing in New Zealand. Like so many things just happened yeah. to cross paths, like just to make it perfect. And then they were kind of comparing it to The Hobbit, when we've shit all over that, obviously, many times. I don't... And it I was actually, just a CGI fuckfest. I feel... I feel like The Hobbit's uh, trilogy gets a lot of hate that I... I don't think it was up to the par of the original three, but I would never be like, God, that was awful. May, uh, of course, I've only seen, like, the, the, the last one, the <clears throat> Five Armies one. I think I've yeah. only seen it once. Well, Which we no saw it... And then we did a podcast like the day after and we just decimated it. Oh, do we? Yeah. I guess, yeah. But that's actually a fair point. I have not rewatched them in a long time. So I could be totally wrong here as well. But when you look at it in comparison, 
I feel like you can tell it's not. You could never recreate the scenario of making Lord of the Rings in the first place. Yeah. But I, I feel like it didn't get the same kind of like care and attention. Uh, the Hobbit did not Whoa. compared to the original. So I feel like it looks at least like Amazon is doing things right with yeah. the Rings of Power. I mean, yeah. I think it was Shinobi shared in our group chat a couple months ago. It was like every episode is like a million dollar budget, which is insane for a show. Yeah. So it looks uh, legit. Daryl in the uh, the chat here says the animated Hobbit from when he was a kid was great. In my mind, I yeah, don't it was like think a late seventies. I don't know like if that was thing. a if I knew that if that was a thing. I'm looking. At I didn't either. Hobbit. I mean, well, I did. I didn't. I didn't until like a couple years ago. I was scrounging around YouTube and I saw like animated Frodo Baggins or Bilbo Baggins. One of those. One of those Baggins. Cartoon. 1977. Oh, it was a film. 77, man. It was like that in Star Wars. <laughs> right at the same time. Was it a film? Oh, yeah, it was an animated weird. film. Yeah. I, in my head, when... I know you probably... I was already searching. In my head, I thought, oh, yeah, just like a fun, like, series cartoon. Not an animated film. I gotta, uh-huh. I gotta watch this. This looks extremely 70s. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna pull up your screen because I, I have the power to do that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this looks very dated. Oh, wait, dated. that's my screen. Never mind. This looks very <laughs> dated. Um, and to be honest, Bilbo Baggins looks like a pudgy little kid. But whoa, well, he's got furry feet. <laughs> yeah, I think that's just kind of what they looked like back then. <laughs> that's just what humans look like. So, But to be, yeah, to, to your point, I have not rewatched The Hobbit since it they all came out. I think I watched the first one like three times. But the other two, I just watched once in theaters, and I was just had a bad feeling about it. So, the Daryl saying the war at the end of the movie was dots, like <laughs> circles on the screen. So they just fought spheres. <laughs> More true to the book, I guess, than Legolas jumping up a fall- collapsing like bridge of stone. That's just the one thing that I remember. It's like all the blocks are falling, and he's like elf prancing up all of them, like oh, as yeah. they're collapsing. It's like little Superman action there. Little super. Like elves are, you know, they're better than humans at almost everything, but they're not like superheroes. <clears throat> well, maybe from, Legolas is the best of them all. From a certain point of view. Wow. Yeah. So, this uh it's got that that um what's the dinosaurs thing from the eighties? Oh, Land before time. Land before time, yeah. It's got that type type of vibe if you guys uh totally. look up the Hobbit. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. Um but yeah, as far as the the new um, trailer. Wow, Rings it felt it felt like you said it. Li- it looks like they're taking it seriously. It felt dark. It felt um like we were exploring a brand new area. Even yeah. though we've been almost everywhere you can imagine, it still felt like we're going somewhere new. Mm-hmm. Um, and and this is the story of you know this character getting through whatever. Yeah. Um, and I assume, because I'm dumb, the, the the big hand shaking the little hand at the end. I assume they're they're suggesting that's, um, what's his face? Gandalf's face. Oh, yeah. See, this is where I'm a big fan of Lord of the Rings, but I only go movie deep, really. Mm-hmm. And now I've read the books, so I know about you know Tom Bombadil. And <laughs> what else is there? You guess. <laughs> No, I've like I've read, read everything the th- there's there. I've read the three books. I've read okay. the trilogy. 
and The okay. Hobbit. I haven't read The Silmarillion and like the fucking oh, Atlas and the Encyclopedia. No, there's a whole library wow. of Lord of the Rings books. Some by Tolkien and some that were like his notes that were finished by his son. There's a whole nice. there's a whole thing, a whole timeline. He wrote like a almost like a Bible type book about how like the universe got created and Middle Earth got formed. Wow. There's so it's much almost, there. And I don't know any of that stuff. It's almost like Lord of the Rings could have become Star Wars, but it just never took off and Star Wars took that well, mantle. Well, I think it took off. It I'm just, just saying as far as expansive universe and to where... Because Lord of the Rings isn't even close to Star Wars. And, and I don't know. It could have been. It might be. And we, I, we just don't know. Well, it isn't to me. I mean, I know but, there's not like 150 books like there is with Star Wars. I don't think it would sell for four billion, but yeah, it'd probably sell for more. No, way less. You can't. I don't. I don't know, man. The toys aren't as good, man. You got to have the droids. The droids are the best. The starships. <laughs> the starships. Uh, oh yeah. yeah. Well, the Battle of the Circles. Battle of the I Circles. I can't wait to can't wait to watch that. <laughs> so what I know from my <clears throat> limited knowledge of pre-Lord of the Rings timeline in Lord of the Rings universe. Middle Earth universe. I don't know what you call it. Middle Earthiverse. Middle hmm. Earthiverse. Middle Verse. Middle Verse. Middle Verse. Middle Verse. Um, it takes place, I think, after the rings were made, but before Sauron was defeated. This is what this, the trailer, this, I think saying? so. Yeah. See, I but, thought but there's going to be a couple rings. seasons. I so. believe it said before the rings. Okay, so maybe it's before starting the before fellowship. they were even made. And it said before the king. Got now, it. Okay. It, the thing's called the, the rings of power, so I imagine yeah. they'll be created during this story. But Right. Yeah, it'll probably be like four seasons, and by the end of the fourth season, like Sauron is getting defeated by, you know, Isildur and Elrond and everybody. Oh, so. you're, you think they're going to overlap then? Well, because... I'm just talking about the preview of not the preview the um what do you call that at the beginning the intro the preface is yeah. that right to uh the movies to the fellowship uh it starts with her giving like a whole recount of the whole story of the ring and everything so you know they they fuck Sauron up they cut his finger off they take the ring oh uh, yeah yeah I feel like that's where the show is probably going to lead up to is that that big battle and then Sauron dies and then we know what happens after that it's like uh, overlapping with Marvel because remember when Marvel, you go back in time and there's like actual gods fighting. Yeah. And there's still like superheroes and aliens, but it's like Romans against gods. Yeah. That's uh, that's where my mind went when you said when we're talking like Middle Earth, but a little more hobbit sea, a little more homey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. It, it's going to be fun going in with like It'll be like me going into the MCU, I think. It's like I have limited knowledge. I know about, you know, Spider-Man and X-Men, but I don't know the deep cuts. So you get to kind of experience it, not fully blank slate, but you are seeing a lot of stuff for the first time. So I feel like that's how I will be with all of this, you know, pre-movie territory. And I think it's like 2,000 years before the movies. So there'll be a lot of good stuff there. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, first episode date... Uh September 2nd. Yeah. Production locations. New Zealand. So they all went all the way back into the mountains. All the way back to the snow. Good. Hell yeah. Yeah, they showed some uh, some cool stuff. It, it just felt right. It did. That's all I'll say. Like, I watched it and I was like, 
I could definitely watch this. I'm excited for it, even though, yep. you know, I'm I'm a surface level Lord of the Rings fan, and I and I jo- enjoy them. Yeah, I was like, okay, yeah, for sure. Maybe this show will get you below the surface. Maybe or above the above wait, the surface. If there's a inside the surface. In yep. Parallel to the surface. <clears throat> I have a thought on that actually, <clears throat> as it relates to Star Wars. A thought just on you saying that it looked and felt right. It seems like they're doing it right. High production value. A lot of stuff on site. I was thinking back to the Cassian Andor teaser that we got where they were, it was just behind the scenes footage. And I yeah. feel like that one looked like the set of a movie. Whereas Mando and Boba Fett, they obviously have that new psycho like 3D LCD screen technology that they're doing a lot of stuff about. Mm-hmm. So it seems like maybe Cassian is taking longer because it, it didn't use that tech. Like they actually filmed it a little more traditionally. So maybe it's going to take, maybe that's why it's taking longer to get out. And I was Is also just wondering. Thing or what, what, what are your. Well, I was just kind of positing if maybe that's why it's taking so long. And then I was also going to wonder if it's going to feel better. If it's going to feel higher production than. Like Boba Fett, we complain about the chase scene because they're filming it on like one stage and trying to pan the cameras to make it look like it they're just, chasing each other. Yeah, it just and it doesn't felt feel artificial. Pr- it doesn't feel practical or, yeah, it feels artificial. Yeah, yeah. And it takes me so far out of the what's actually happening. Instead of me focusing on a chase scene, I'm focusing on what they tried to do right. <laughs> to, to make it look like a chase scene, which right. is, you're taking me out of it. Yeah. I, like the idea of a chase scene. Okay, fine. Like, I'm not even a big chase scene fan, but okay, perfect. Put it right. in there. Right. But like, I'm sitting there like just cringing <laughs> at like, what, 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 who... Who who said this looks good? I right. want to know one person that said, "Oh man, great great footage, good right. stuff." Someone had to sign off because you just keep looking and you're like, "Yeah, Jesus." I've I seen know. bad chase scenes, but that no joke, it's probably top two, and I can't even think of another one that like I I just stare at like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah, man, I don't care anymore. You just took me all the way out of the, the <clears throat> entire episode that I don't care anymore. Not far enough outside to get off a tattooing, though, unfortunately. Mm. But no, I just, I was, I got to thinking, I was watching, I got, saw some um, Vanity Fair photos of the Lord of the Rings show. So they had like some set photos, some characters and whatnot. And then Boba Fett obviously just ended. We'll talk about the finale tonight in the show. But it just got me thinking about Cassie and why it's been only like three years or more and it still hasn't come out. And I was just wondering, they're probably not using that same crazy LCD screen technology. I think they made it more like a movie. So maybe it will feel like leaps and bounds like higher production over the other shows that we've seen. I don't know. I don't know. We can only guess until it it premieres. Um, Still no date for that. We have a date for Kenobi, which was, I think, announced after Cassian. Yeah. And is coming out beforehand. Um, So... The day of the Boba Fett finale, they posted a poster for Kenobi. It's coming to Disney Plus on May 25th, man. Yeah, it's uh, it doesn't give anything away. Which is, right, you know, it's just him in the desert. Just Jesus could, in the desert. I was going to say, yeah, it could be a goddamn cover of a Bible. If you take the title off of it. Yeah. Oh, man. Do you know how many thoughts on Kenobi? Are you worried about it? What am I... Dude... The only thing I'm worried about is if they put 
some dog shit on the screen. It could ruin. I mean, it 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 could really hurt my fandom. I'm gonna throw that out there because this is one that <laughs> shit. So Here we this go. so this is this is the issue. You know, I, I was trying to wrap my head around. I'm still trying to do that with what my expectations were about Boba Fett and how they didn't meet them. Well, we didn't have any. We kind of went insane. Well, I felt like that. You know, Boba Fett was never my favorite character. You know, he's cool looking, but, you know, I, I wasn't like on board with the whole, yeah, he's fucking badass and everything. I was like, I don't know. You know, he just kind of looks like a dude to me. Um, right. I, I guess what I expected was to think differently of him. I wanted to be like, oh, I get it. I get it now. And it just did. It didn't strike with me. I don't, I still don't get it. Um, it's nice to see, you know, a little bit of what he went through post um, the pit, but it it's it's it just left me like, you know what? You could have killed him off, and I really couldn't. I wouldn't have cared. That's how I feel, and it, that's that's a weird feeling. Well, here's the problem. I think, I think they, I think they had good intentions. Mm-hmm. I think it was just poorly executed. Is all it is. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think we I think I did want more of Boba Fett and I did want to hear what happened to him after the pit and the fact that he took a turn and he's now, you know, he had like a life-altering experience. He almost died and then he got bonded with these Tuscans and now he wants to make a difference. I think that's cool. I think they just I don't know if they if they felt like they couldn't spend that much time with Boba Fett, like if this show's going to be good, we got to bring the Mando back in. Right? And if that alone kind of set their intention for the show and now they pulled focus away from the main character and now I'm like I love Mando but if you had just focused on Boba Fett maybe we would have appreciated the storyline more right yeah I mean you're you're already limiting yourself with seven episodes and taking two of those to do Mando stuff and Grogu stuff right level five stuff five things and you got to build a story still yeah. so and the whole first episode was him surviving so now you're all all the way down to four episodes to create a plot and then finish the plot. Right. And we're st- all on Tatooine for those four episodes. You know what I thought at the end of it? I was like, What'd okay. Okay. So the um, uh, the Pikes are savages. And they don't fuck around. They hire the best bounty hunter out there. Yep. Second best. Best. Um <clears throat> And they want tattooing, and they aren't fucking around. They bombed a goddamn casino. Right. That was the the. the I feel like what they did with the pikes. I was like, okay, okay, playing playing different cards, trying to get the mayor on board. They're paying him off. They're dealing with some like swoop gangs, which is uh-huh. kind of cool. So so they they put blame on them, so they don't you know. There's no backlash. It, there was like some smart ties with the pikes. Now you look at Boba, and it was just like a jumbling mess. I feel like. Every smart thing that he did came from Fennec. Oh, Boba, no, we should do this instead. Okay. You're like, dude, can she just run the bitch? Because I, that's where I'm at. Why Why is she still number two? Because she's the one chasing down the savage assassins. She's the one going out and killing the Pike Syndicate herself single fucking handedly like Batman. Right. Where she's was that one, in the first episode when you guys got She's the one ambushed. making all the, all the smart moves. Yeah. And I was like, I know Boba Fett's... Also, why is it called the Book of Boba Fett? I, I no idea. But seriously, uh, sounded cool when they pitched it. Does it, it. Though? Does it though? 
It did sound cool. It didn't pan out to any sort of like book or records or anything. <clears throat> yeah, I, I don't. I, I kind of more jokingly said, "Oh, maybe he'll end up, you know, <laughs> the the Boba Fett's guide to the hitchhiker's dicks and all the galaxy." <laughs> I don't. I didn't really expect that. I just wanted it to kind of like, yeah, yeah, become something. Like, oh, okay, right. We do it by the book. Like something so small like that. I'm a yeah. clone. We do it by the book. Well, this is the, my fucking book, and it's called the Boba Fett book, <laughs> bitch. I'm writing my own story. Um, <clears throat> Autobiography, motherfuckers. Yeah. You know what's funny? I, is like, I think the only, the only real thing missing, I think it's all in there. It's just jumbled in such a way that we, by the time we got to season episode seven, we've forgotten about some of his character development from earlier in the show. Yeah. Like you get four episodes and then you're like, oh, it's Mando and Luke and Grogu. And that is awesome to see. That's good content. It's taken by itself. Mm-hmm. By the time we get back to Boba Fett, it's almost just like, oh, I forgot about the Power Rangers and the Gamorreans and Kersantan and all this stuff. I didn't, you know. I think the only thing missing is him training with the Rancor. That I, I really think if he had I, like a scene with the Rancor one. and Danny Trejo riding it, falling off, whatever, you know, a little, even though they did a little montage, which I don't like as much in Star Wars, but... One little thing of him, you know, learning how to get back on the bike and ride. Dude, it could have been so simple as, hey, we need to go do this. And Fennec says, no, you should probably get back to training. You're right. right. And then he heads down the stairs and you're like, ah, I know where he's going. It doesn't take a lot of fucking I know. thought. Like it just, just one, one, one sentence. Yeah. I got to get back to training. And then you hear it roar and then you span over <laughs> and go to another fucking scene. It's really not that hard, guys. Right. <laughs> But it's Again, really difficult. We'll add that to our applications. <laughs> Filoni, Favreau, you know, we're here. You can no, hire but that, us. You know, the, it, it, that was something. <clears throat> of course, I felt many different ways when I saw Boba Fett riding the Rancor in Tatooine, on Tatooine. Moss um, But I was like, first of all, this looks fucking badass. Second of all, it's fun. It's simply fun. Like watching yeah. him ride a beast and fight droids. Oh, yeah. It's It's fun. And then immediately my mind went, how long has it been? Like, we has he trained at all? We haven't it's even... like, like a week. I've, that's <laughs> beyond the... I mean, on a surface level, it was fun. It was cool. Poor thing got shot a lot for no reason um, yeah. by it, its own goddamn team. Who who started freaking out and just started shooting at it? Dude, so that, threw, that threw me for a loop. And then Din jumped up there and I was like, fuck yeah, Mando's going to ride it. And then he instantly got thrown off. Oh, he got chewed on for a second. He got just for a second, but the the Beskar saved him, and then Baby Grogu pulled a little Anakin and calmed him down. Yeah, the fact that dude. All right, we're, I guess we're in in the finale right now. How do you feel about Grogu coming back? Um, pointless in the end episode, the last episode. I didn't understand it. I the whole thing with uh, the mechanic riding into battle with a fucking baby was the one right. of the most ridiculous thing on the I've ever seen. thing yeah i thought what a great way to get not only yourself killed but a fucking innocent child which you know he, from a certain point of view he's not so innocent and he's not right. a child but you also know, i had had way too much of pelly at that point she should not <laughs> she didn't need to be in the finale the, it was you know it was like the timing of it like pelly yeah. Pelly can be good in certain things, but we were like, oh, this is the end battle. Like, oh, the Rancor against the big droid. This is so fun. And then right. you see her 
fucking riding in like a complete jackass, screaming about nothing, literally trying to get herself killed because she's so dumb. And I'm like, <sighs> stop. Just stop. Yeah. Lots, also, where the problems. fuck was Slave 1 the whole battle? Yeah, you know, for a second when he said, I'll be right back, I yeah, thought he exactly. was going to get Slave 1. Yep. And, and maybe that's how they set it those, up. Light those fucking things up. And then I was like, oh, wait, the Rain Corps, I forgot about. Because he didn't have any time fucking bonding with it or training with it. But, I mean, Fennec can fly a ship, I'm sure. Have her get behind a fucking wheel. Well, she was off trying to do assassinations, finally. Oh, the Master Assassin finally assassinated she was, someone. She was making the change. Boba Fett doesn't have the balls to kill anyone anymore. <clears throat> so, I've... I'm sure there's been times in the past where we've, like, nitpicked whether it's continuity or it's like... Well, he wasn't powerful enough in this scene, but then he all of a sudden had his powers in this scene. Oh, man. And I, and I try not to do that too much, but yeah. I just keep going back to the episode one when they get ambushed outside of the casino. And I'm like, dude, where was the master assassin skills then? Like, you took out all of those pike leaders and the mayor without even being, like, spotted. Like, where was any of that kind of ingenuity? Wait, are you talking about Fennec then? Yeah, 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 both of them. Like, the fact that they just walk out and... I mean, she's giving him good advice, but like, hey, put your helmet on before you walk out into a city Step of one. people that are enemies <laughs> of you. Like, I don't know. I just feel like it's so, they're kind of just setting up, setting him up in a particular situation just because they need the story beat. What Even if it's like out of character or if it doesn't make sense. And then the next episode, they do something that kind of like counteracts it. I don't know. It did feel, and I know the, the linchpin all this is, well, he was hurt most of the season so he was in a back to tank but even that felt so weird it felt like just a flip uh, a flip of the switch like all of a sudden boom he's flying around murdering everything using knee pad rockets and shit you're like okay whoa 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 like this is cool but also like dude 20 minutes ago you were up against five people and you right. were like oh we're just gonna all die like even and if you your back hurts you can still shoot your fucking knee rockets <laughs> like come on man it's not like you're yeah. like fucking jujitsuing these people. Like you can still shoot them. Yeah, yeah. the The back to tank thing was weird because like the first episode we see him crawl out of the Sarlacc, and I'm thinking like, well, maybe the Sarlacc did so much damage that he's been in the back to tank this whole time. But then he's with the, the Tuscans for I don't know a year or two, four years, four yeah, four years. He was with the Something Tuscans. Ridiculous. Yeah. So he's obviously not healing from that. And then you don't see until episode four that he went back into the Sarlacc pit without his armor and got acid all over him. And I just felt it was just so random why he's still in the back to tank every single day. I don't know. I don't know. That did feel like a an awkward plot device. That's what I'll call it. Because I yes. just like... I was just confused. <laughs> like he's already old. Yeah, it's and enough. And battle savage and he was in the Sarlacc pit twice. Like yeah. you don't really need the... The whole, you know, iron lung chamber to make him feel weak. Yeah. What was your thought on Chrysanthemum? Like, I felt like he was a badass. Then he got shot the fuck up and was limping. And all of a sudden, he was a badass again. And then he got Dude. stabbed with a fucking axe. Then he yeah. was a badass again. You're like, whoa, is he hurt or not? <clears throat> it's just more <laughs> editing problems. Because first, he first gets jumped on by like oh, 12 yeah. Trandoshans. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, he shows up and he's like, oh, I forgot about Chrysanthemum. And then, yeah, you're right. He gets shot, and then he's limping, and then the next scene, he's, like, clawing people. 
Yeah, it's just it's just the the flow of it just seemed so strange. Yeah, depending on on what time marker, he was either really hurt and limping and being carried, or he was ripping people in half. And you're like, right? Which one is it? Which one is it? Because I like seeing Wookies rip people in half, but I yeah. thought he was hurt. <sighs> yeah, man. A lot of yeah. that kind of shit. That's that the confusion around Kersantan. I feel like that's how the whole the whole, the whole finale period. felt. The whole series. Well, the if, whole show, definitely, yeah. But especially the last episode. Yeah. It just yeah. was it's a it was a bummer too, because I was skeptical, but we were on such a high from Mando and Luke and everybody, and I was yeah. like, Cad Bane showed up and we're like, God damn, it's gonna be a great they finally pulled it together. I was skeptical, but then here's our favorite characters and it's all gonna wrap up. And then it was just Oh fuck. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, I just uh, no, I agree. I moment. agree. Um, you know what, what? When I saw Luke's starfighter land, I was about to be pissed, and then I realized I was he wasn't about to in be it. Happy? Oh, really? You thought he was gonna well, run, not, th- not, run through town and cut people up? Not that. Um, you know, I don't know what I ex- what I expected. But when he when they throw that in your fucking face, you're like, oh, okay, possibilities. Let's see, Luke. Could be coming down, dropping Grogu off, and maybe get involved because he's there and he wants to help people out. Yeah. And then when it was just Grogu, I was like, I mean, I guess it makes sense. R two took the ship back, so. Um. Well, wait a second. Let's go into the Jedi thing because <clears throat> I knew he was going to pick the armor. Yeah, it makes. I had, I had no doubt about that, but I guess I had higher hopes for Luke doing the whole black and white Jedi thing. It's like you either have no attachments or you have your stepfather, right? Right. Your adopted father, whatever. But then I did not expect that to resolve in the finale of Boba Fett. I thought that was like a fun little Luke scene and now it's a cliffhanger and then Mando season three, they'll figure it out. Mando will have an episode by himself. He misses the kid and then he finally shows up at like the end of episode one or something like that. I did not expect them to wrap it up already in the Boba Fett show. And don't you feel like it takes away from all of season two of Mando? Absolutely. Season two finale, Luke picks him up, takes him for Jedi training. Season three begins. Grogu's already back with Mando. Yeah, he didn't. He basically didn't get trained. He he denied training. He said, <clears throat> I'll learn how to run from a probe or a, uh, right. a uh, test ball, whatever the fuck they call it. He him. remembered how to jump. Yeah. yeah. That was no, that's training. good. I'm good. I'm good, Luke. Thank you, Master Luke. And that's I all Luke learned how to do too. His, his friends. He had to go help his friends. I learned exactly. to jump. Yoda. I'm good. See? I'll fight my dad. Now it would have been fun if we had more time to flesh that out and be like, oh yeah, the fucking parallels between Luke and Grogu. Maybe Grogu will have to face his uh, father. His father. Who is his father? Yoda and Yaddle. Oh yeah, I heard about that. That's fun. They're banging. They figured Darth Sidious has taken over. Dark side clouds, everything. Let's uh, procreate. They totally just ignored that. She was in episode one, never seen again. And I don't think they talked about her like being in the Jedi Council or dying or whatever. They're just like, never mind. That was a bad idea. (laughs) They just left it be. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I don't blame (laughs) them. That was a bad choice. Dude, all the mysticism around Yoda was just immediately shot to the ground. You're like, oh, there's another one. There it is. But it's somehow not shot to the ground with Baby Yoda. Right. We'll see. 
Fuck, man. It's such a letdown. Yeah, I don't have... I didn't even write any podcast points around the finale. I knew we were just going to... Because I don't want to sit here and just shit on it the whole time. There was some fun stuff. You know, there was... There was some... At least, uh, I'll say, there was fun ideas. The, like you said, the execution just wasn't there for me. Um, but yeah, I mean... The townspeople of Freetown showed up and they helped and... Yep. Okay, that's fine. And then it just all of a sudden became a fucking video game when Din and Boba were just... Um... Of like rolling right in front of, they were rolling right in front of the fucking. They were doing the Dark Souls thing. They were just rolling yeah. to evade. <laughs> they were literally video gaming it right in fucking front of them. Yeah, and I was like, they will roll to the left and have a, a four second conversation, then roll to the right and have another four. And you're like, they did talk about quite a lot while they were in danger. Hey, where, what should, what else should we do? Roll evade. I don't know. What are, what are your thoughts? Roll. <laughs> there was just so much of it that felt weird. The whole, the definition of the entire show is like, there's so much really good content in the middle here, but it's just assembled so poorly that it like, is hurting my brain to watch in order. You know what I mean? You can go watch episode five by itself. There's scenes throughout the whole show that are, that are so good. Mando and Boba fighting together and like, jetpacking around and using all their fucking attachments and rockets and everything was so sweet. Yeah. But then they go against the Droidica 2.0 and yeah, it was just one of those things where it's like, there's a big bad weapon. It's so dangerous, but then everyone, you know, runs away from it and no one ever dies. That was... They're happy dancing. Everyone was happy dancing in this episode. The entire everybody. Who died? Fucking the two Gamorreans. Cad <laughs> Bane and the Gamorreans. And Cad's yeah. probably not even dead. Probably not. A lot of pike syndicates, I'll tell no you that. No one's ever really gone. For, for a fucking half hour and just Dude. pounded the syndicate. Whoever that was in front of him, it got fucked. Yeah. Yeah. You like how Boba Fett was about to... He's like, let's hide out in this goddamn burnt down house of the casino. I just thought there was just so many weird decisions. That was the modders. The modders talked him into that. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Never mind. Because he said, let's go back to the palace. And they're like, no. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad. Never mind. We're stuck here and it's insane to stay. So that's what we'll do. And Boba Fett's like, what the fuck are these kids talking about? (laughs) Why don't I hire these kids again? I'm going to pay health insurance for these fuckers. Yeah. Yeah, it was weird. And then his little, he sent out the Twilight guy as like his little spokesperson. I'm glad he screwed him over. I kind of, ex- I expected that. He agreed too quickly to like, yeah, you can go be my spokesperson. I was like, he's going to write some fucking, suck my balls on that yeah, data so pad or something. Draw dick on there. Okay. <laughs> also, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. No, that was good. A little, just a little awkward though. I don't know. I just, yeah. They they set it up in my head for failure. I, I mean, the, it was, <laughs> I know you like the building block, beginning plot, like setting stuff, but the the early episodes, I just they didn't strike me. Like it, they they weren't done well in my head. So how are you going to finish something that isn't started well? Like it's almost impossible. Like you, I didn't care enough. I I didn't. Should um, let Bryce Dallas Howard direct the finale. See, but that was such a radical turn. Like her episode was like, whoa, this is a different show. Right. This is 
clearly a different show. And then we went all the way back and you're like, what happened? Right. Why didn't, why didn't Bryce or um, Filoni do the last episode? I thought that would have been on lock. Like one, someone's going to, I don't know. Now it is like common practice for people to shuffle around directors for a show. Like it's I, not out of the question. Yeah, but for a seven episode show? Well, I have something actually to bring up about that because I was on the IMDb for Kenobi and it says series directed by Deborah Chow, all six episodes. Whoa. And she so directed we, two episodes of The Mandalorian. I might actually get a fluid series. But I did not realize, I knew she was like show running, quote unquote. I didn't know that she was directing all six episodes. See, but this is the nice thing. You can plant seeds and follow up on your own seeds in later episodes. Yeah. It's, th- it's that shit that keeps me watching. Be like, mm-hmm. oh, remember when he said that? Ah, here it is. But when yeah, there's but- so many directors involved, the small nuances and the small storylines and the small um, character changes and the learning. Like, are we, but I think maybe because Boba Fett clearly made up his mind plot wise, but I feel like. As a character, he was still just like a jumble. Like we were told he changed it, it you know, turned the other cheek. But right. I felt like as a character, he didn't learn it. He just, he he survived, was hurt, and then, you know, survived with some Tuscans. Yeah, it was one of those things where they just said something happened instead of showing you. The, yeah, exactly. Or like the line that, about the Rancor, he's like, I've ridden beasts 10 times his size. That's supposed yeah. to be like, oh, he can already ride the Rancor. But like, yeah. no, we want to see him ride the Rancor. Right, right. The, the closest I think they got was with the Tuscans and Boba because he did obviously like befriend that um, swordsman-esque. Yeah, Tuscan. episode two was great for um, those kind of reasons. I don't think they even... Yeah. Well, it's also hard when they don't speak the same language. So you're... I mean... There's, there are some roadblocks into like character development and facial expressions and all this because he's just going to be confused because they're just grunting at him. So he's got to. But be I like, feel like they still did it well in episode two. I think there. I think that that was the closest they got to like really developing or at least uh, growing who Boba Fett was because he yeah. starts understanding from a different you know point of view. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the rest of it was like, Fennec, go do what I should be doing, please. I'll, I'm going to go take another fucking hot bath. Yeah. Also, Corsantin should have walked in and ripped all of his limbs off while he was in the back to back. One big... Yes, I still hate that. That was episode three, wasn't it? He should have ended up like Torso Boy. Like, there's just... He's literally just giblets up and there ain't nothing else. Corsantin right. ripped all the rest of it off. What's your fighting style? Oh, I throw them to the other side of the room so I can't reach them. Just yeah. Repetitive. And then I let them get up and then I just do it again over and over and over. Just chuck him to the other side of the ring. Done. <laughs> chuck him to the other side of the ring. Done. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. dude. Just weird shit. So I don't know. It, Again, I'm gonna I'm gonna put my line in the sand. If they fuck Kenobi up, I I'm gonna feel a certain way. I I that's one thing that they cannot yeah. fuck up, and they need to take it seriously. I'm tired of this. Uh, like it has to be quirky. It has to be weird. It has no. Do Obi Wan right, make it. You can still make it for kids. You can make some drunk jokes. Yeah. Yeah. Without forcing quirkiness into the goddamn. Yeah. 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 I mean, just dabbles of quirkiness. It it can't lean on the shit, you know? Um, 
I don't know. Yeah. So I'm, yeah, I'm we said for it still. we had no expectations for Boba Fett, and it didn't. Unfortunately, it didn't pan out as well as it could have. It's a bummer. There's some good content in the mix there. I feel like Bo- the book of Boba Fett as a show is not like the pillar of new Star Wars. Mm-hmm. So the fact that it's not the best thing I've ever seen, like it's a bummer having watched the finale, but I'm not discouraged with the yeah. future of Star Wars, if that makes sense. I'm cautious. I'm not discouraged. Because they yes, have some, cautious. They, ha- they, they have some good stuff lined up. Right. Cassian, I am excited for regardless because I'm a right. huge Rogue One fan. Right. Um, Obi-Wan's obvious. Ahsoka is fucking obvious. Right. But if they start swinging and missing with those big ones, because Boba Fett was the one that they could just get weird with. Right. You know, I'm fine with it. You know, it, it is what it is. They Maybe it's the Tatooine thing. I don't know. The other thing was they set up the huts as almost like a pivotal group and then they legitimately just gave him a present and peace the fuck out. Yeah. And I thought what criminal underground crime lord would be like, "Nah, you got you you're right." Well, well I thought it was a fake there. out. Yeah, that's and they were going to come too. back. Yeah. I thought yeah. Yeah, I was watching uh, Star Wars Explains recap of season 1 and that's one thing he said is like there wasn't a proper focus on the villain. It was like the mayor and then it was the huts and then it was the pikes and it was the speeder gang at some point and then it was Cad Bane. Like, yeah, come on. Yeah. Well, that, no, it's a good point because, you know, in Mando, I know we said it last episode, Grogu was the string along. We, right. we picked him up. That's what's going to hold us all together. You can do some random stuff, but it's all about that kid. And Moff Gideon in the background the whole time. Right. And Moff Gideon, yeah. Oh, that's what like season two became. Like Moff Gideon became the the bad guy at the end of season one, right. and then he was the continuing bad guy. Right. You're right. I, I feel like if there was a consistent bad guy during the whole time that Boba Fett kept button heads with, I felt like okay, that's what's worth it. Like he's got to overcome him or her or they or them, whatever the fuck. Um. So, yeah, I just it's a good point. Is what I'm fucking rambling on about. Um. Yeah. What what is your thoughts about the whole thing? So and when I say whole thing, because obviously it's hard tied into Mando. So now we've got Mando season one, two, and Boba Fett, and you can't go on like you said to season three of Mando without watching Boba Fett now because such it's a weird choice. Yeah, that's it's such a weird fucking choice. It is very weird. Like they, said, we're gonna start off season three, and he's already gonna be back with Mando. And if you haven't watched Boba fuck? Fett, you're like, what happened? But even if you have watched it, he's two episodes and he's back. The entire plot of season two was getting him to a Jedi. Yeah. And they undid it in an one and a half episodes of a different show. What the shit? Yeah, maybe. And maybe. I'm glad he's back. Yeah. I knew he would take the chain mail and be a Mandalorian. Knew he, knew he was going to be back. Yes, I'm with that. But yeah. fucking no. Two, two episodes, yeah. Jesus. It's yeah, my, like I guess my thoughts about, well, and what it feels like is Grogu goes with Luke. Mando goes and does that random bounty on that space ring, and then he's back with him. He did one bounty. That's what it feels like. Obviously, it could have been like a year. Or two yeah, or I mean, I was envisioning that he was. I got the sense that he was looking for where the covert ended up. And he finally found them. Like, he did that bounty so they would tell him where, like, the secret entrance was to the covert. That's the kind of vibe I got. 
So he could have been on that ring for a year, or he could have been doing different jobs for a year. Yeah. Um, but again, we don't see it. I feel like Grogu reuniting with Mando should have been like the climax of season three. Yeah. I don't know. You know, there. Um, I know Star Wars um, can definitely feel goofy, and if they 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 force it in many different ways, but did it not feel really weird that the Gamorreans just were swinging sticks? Like, why can they not use a blaster? They were out in the fucking fields swinging sticks at each other, and I was like, "Is this not Star Wars?" They got their hellbirds. I don't know. I that that felt weird that they were just walked off a cliff. And well, like, they always had axes. In like in six, they had axes. Yeah, the Gamorreans in Kotor they run up to you. Yeah, and they slap you. They slap. You. They don't shoot. They don't have blasters, man. They're too dumb for blasters. Mm. It was weird that they just left. I don't know. They just yeah. left them out there. I wasn't super mad, and uh, but that that did feel like that was the, supposed to be the big sacrifice. Oh man, the Gamorians died. And you forgot. Kersantan's getting fucking murdered every every other Tuesday and gets stabbed in the back with an axe, but he's still walking around ripping people in half. And you're like, right? What? Right. I half expected it to go really douchey and have the Gamorians fall off and then Slave One is flying and picks them up. <laughs> like every movie does with a cliff. Cliffhanger, baby. Cliffhanger for real. For show, for show. Yeah, man. Just consensus is just weird. <laughs> it's just weird. It, it is. It's just, it's weird. <clears throat> Turkey Sandwich here says, when I recap and watch the Star Wars series... It's going to be Mando season one and then season two and then like two episodes of Boba Fett. And the, the rest you could pretty much leave out. Yeah, I mean, it seems like the um, I suggested or predicted this before we saw episode five where Mando came back. But I was suggesting that all of the series except for Kenobi should be intertwining like a giant Thrawn saga. Mm-hmm. And it feels like that's where we're going. But you're right. In the meantime, like there's like three or four episodes of this whole season, which we'll just be like, no. <sighs> so Sad. I have heard some um, theories out there that the Mandalorian is actually Yo- or Grogu. You think so? He chose that way of life with the uh, the armor. Yeah, they, but I mean, there's multiple the Mandalorians. Guaranteed, he'll wield the dark saber at some point. Yeah, but he's not going to be... By the time he's like like a young adult, like Din's going to be dead. Everyone's going to be dead. Yeah, and it's still going to be called the Mandalorian. I know, but he can't wield the Darksaber as a little baby. It's too big for him. Mm. I even felt like Yoda's lightsaber was too big for him. <laughs> yeah. Like, I know it's made for a little green thing, but still. I don't know. All right, going on. <laughs> going on. Going on. Um, That's not a bad theory. I could see that happening. Yeah. I don't know how I feel. I just, like you said, I just feel weird. I feel weird about Boba Fett. The whole yeah. series, the whole thing. There was yeah. like two and a half good episodes that I'll probably rewatch. And the rest of it, I don't plan on. I get it. I had I watched it once and I was like, yep. I get it. First episode, rolling around sand. And he, and he survives. You are mad about the sand. We do need way less tattooing, though. That's for sure. 
And as yeah. we, as the next show we go to is Kenobi, it's all going to be on Tatooine. But I'll accept it because it's Obi-Wan. And once that show's over, like, let's have cameos from Cobb Vanth once in a while. And that's it. Keep me the fuck away from Tatooine. Yeah. 100% no, chance that we'll see uh, Obi-Wan's hut, though. True. Oh, yeah. True, true, true. What if they bring that old set back? Oh, yeah. They have to. Yeah. Well, they got to recreate it somehow. Mm-mm. It exists. It exists. They're going out to Tunisia to do that no, again? No, you just fly to Tatooine. Oh, yeah. That's right. Shit. Oh. Hyperdrive? Is Hyperdrive uh, fixed? Nubian. <sighs> yeah, where was Watto in my Boba Fett show? Come on, man. You know, I watched uh, the beginning of Solo the other day, and it's um, it's fun, man. It's really fun. It's incredible. It's nice because it's a different theme. Yeah. It's got its own theme the whole way through. It's different than the trilogy movies. It's different from Rogue One. You start right off the bat and everything's dark and grimy. And you're like, ooh, here we go. And even though Worm Bitch uh, is kooky and... That's our rock. That's our rock. Like, (laughs) it's one of the worst things I've ever seen. But... Because it's Worse. happening in a crime-ridden, grimy, industrial part of the, some crazy Corellia. Um, planet that we haven't seen before, we've only heard of. It's like, this is all fine. I'm fine with it. I'm learning. I, I'm understanding what uh, Han's going through. And it can be weird because there's more than just weird. There's some serious shit going on. It has an identity. Solo has an identity. It yeah, knows it. what it is. What is lacking from the Boba Fett series? It doesn't know what it is. An it's identity. a bunch of Star Wars stuff that's thrown into a show. Exactly right. That's yeah. it. That's the sentence. We figured it out again. And say what you will about even fucking, even Rise of Skywalker. It has an I, identity. We critique it. I know that it's like not, it's a very sloppy way to throw together the entire mm-hmm. saga, but it does have an identity. Palpatine's yeah. back and he's a fucking zombie. Yep. Yeah. Like it. Yeah. Like it or hate it. Is yeah. that the issue? And that's what we're doing. Somehow Palpatine returned. But you get, yeah. Somehow Boba Fett returned. Yeah. Uh, JJ says, uh, I was really hoping to see ties to Crimson Dawn in Boba Fett. They even mentioned Crimson Dawn. Yeah. I honestly was, I thought they were going to like get right up to the brink of an intense battle and like Kira was going to show up. And be like, listen, this is bad for business. Fuck you, fuck you. I'll pay you off. Let's do this. Keep the spice running. Or something like that. Did you... Uh, so this is all time back because of Crimson Dawn. But at the beginning of Solo, I didn't realize that Kira... Han had stolen that speeder right, off, right at the very beginning. And she's like, you can't do that. We'll get in trouble with the Hut Cartel or even sold to the uh, Crimson Dawn. I didn't realize she said that right off the fucking bat. And then later she's part of Crimson Dawn. I'm like, oh, things mm-hmm. did not work out for her. Fuck. Like clearly they didn't. From a certain point of view, didn't realize they. She said that she planted those seeds right in front of our fucking faces, and I was like, when I rewatched it, and she said, I was like, oh, right on the head, girl, and you hit it right on the fucking head. I like it, but again, I agree. Would have loved to see more of her. Some ties, dude. It's the it's the same thing. They they planted the seeds of the huts, and then nothing. But now, on one hand, if he's going to become a big part of the crime world, and that involves, yeah, if he's going to become a big part of the crime world, that involves many factions across different planets. Mm -hmm. I get that you kind of have to like 
set the stage on Tatooine and then expand. You can't just jump right into like Crimson Dawn and Black Sun and this. Yeah. I, you so, know how this, they, they, I mean, not that the series is great, but they could pull from this and say, hey, there was an uprising on Tatooine. Mos Espa and uh, some shit went down and people are starting to fight back against the pikes. And it right. could it could spawn. It could be the, the teetering of the domino. Um, so uh, other systems will get involved or s- realize other shit. Would so have it, made a good post credit scene. <laughs> Kira just shows up. Or just one thing. Kira gets a transmission that uh, hey, fucking the pikes got wiped out. There was an uprising on Tatooine. You may want to get involved. That's how just, you do a post credit scene. And then scene. she just says, fuck, and then closes the... <laughs> Not with goddamn Ludacris with a blowtorch over Cobb Vanth in the back to tank. Like that was <laughs> anticlimactic as fuck. <laughs> Ludacris. Yeah, what a way to be like, hey, everybody's dead. No. Oh, everybody's alive. Guess what? Even even uh Sharpshooter, whatever the fuck, Cad Bane. Like they're they're still suggesting that he's alive because his chest plate was still beeping. He had the heartbeat thing going. Now so when like, they when they mentioned the back to tank, I thought that was gonna be Cad Bane. Exactly. I thought getting saved. You know what would have been fucking sexy as fuck is if Kira had saved Cad Bane. Right. And it, it pans over and you see someone fumbling around. It's really dark. You see the, the pod and it pans over and you see Cad Bane in there bubbling and then it jumps up and you see Kira's face and it ends. And you're like... Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Now we're talking, dude. You know how the fucking the post credit scene of Bad Batch, which I was mediocre on, like low-key brought the Thrawn trilogy into canon. What was the... It was uh, one of the Kaminoan scientists land on the oh, mountain that was like the cloning yeah. facility from the Thrawn trilogy. And it's like you grabbed Liza Skywalker, you tied in the Thrawn trilogy. Uh, like that's how you do a post credit scene. Like lead me into the next venture. Yeah. This was like Cobb... I already knew Cobb Vanth wasn't dead, man. He got shot once in the shoulder. Yeah. The deputy was fucked. Cobb Vanth was fine. We already <laughs> knew that. No, you're you're swinging a miss. Another swinging a miss. Listen, I'm just going to have to go to goddamn right. Lucasfilm headquarters myself and knock on the door and be like, guys, come on. How much did you want... Um, yes. Tuscans to get involved? Yeah. The f- Man. Because you got to imagine... More things. You got to imagine that it was only a very small group of Tuscans that, were, that he trained with and murdered. I mean, clearly they were like a group of nomads. Because we've seen Tuscans like actually have towns and cities in Kotor, right? Not that that's anything yet, but um, I imagine it was just a small nomad nomadic group, and right. like, they just kind of made do. So, but still, word can get around that there's hey, Boba Fett's helping these Tuscans out. The, the devil train that everybody knows is right. no longer there, and word can get around and be like, hey, Boba Fett made a difference. Maybe we should support him over right. getting fucked by these. Pikes continue, dude. It just—it was that thing that the seeds were planted, and they never—it was like gone. Yeah, the the when they were doing the battle plans at the beginning, when they were explaining like we got these districts, the Gamorreans locked down over here, Cassantins over here. I thought it was weird that within the entire city, they had like seven people between them. Mm -hmm. I just thought that was strange. I was yeah, yeah. If Freetown had showed up early. And they had like Tuscan backup and I don't know, something else. It just felt weird that they were like, two Gamorians handle this entire district. Kersantin, by yourself. By yourself. Go to this district and stand around a bunch of people that 
don't like you. Yeah. And, and keep an be, eye on things. Probably going to be maybe 5,000 people that want to murder you, but right. you're, you're real big. So. The Trandoshans might try to take you as a slave, but you'll be fine. <laughs> don't worry. You have plot armor. You have a walkie-talkie. Just yell. Just happy dance your way back to the fucking casino. Everything's going to be fine. <laughs> no, you're you're right. I thought there was actually going to be a battle plan, and they literally were just like, hey, let's spread out as much as possible. That'll help things. And you're like, right. And it all ended up happening in front of the casino anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, when when the the droids were shooting at the ground as the people scurried away around around that corner, I thought you guys aren't going to kill one person. Not one throwaway person who's supporting Boba Fett is getting killed. They did they did at the very beginning when the uh, the monitors got pinned because Fennec had to go and save their ass because she's the only one who can do anything. Right. She went and, so there was like two modders that were killed when they were originally pinned. She made it to that district fast. She did. Hey, Fennec, they need help. Oh, shit. I'm here. Bam. Hardcore <laughs> master. She was doing flips. And-, and then she was gone until the end. Yeah, where did she go? She was waiting for the assassination attempt. She was just... Oh. She was, she was cutting the head off the... No, 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 no. That one actually makes sense because they were hiding out in Moss Eisley. So she went to a totally different town. Oh, she did jump on that speeder. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's a totally different town away. Okay, that one makes more sense. I wait, wait, I rescind wait, my complaint. Wait. Then how did the monitors get all the way back to Mos Espa? They were she when she rescued them. They were still in Mos Espa. They were just in a different district. But then when she went to assassinate the mayor and the pike oh, meter, they were hiding out in Mos Eisley. Yeah, they, that was another thing they explained it. You know, they, but it would have been they told you it. Story writing wise, in my head, you know what would have made sense is as she she saved them, she would have got some information. Oh, did she? See, I'm, I'm already. I can't see, yeah, she did. She I can't remember that, that the mayor was in. Yeah, I think his Twilight guy told her or something like that. Oh, okay. It did that's get right. thrown around. Yeah. Okay. Just nope, that's my fault. Where. Yeah, it's okay. I forgive you. I don't forgive the showmakers though. It's not this time. Not this time. I don't know. It's yeah. weird. It's such a fuck. There's just so many emotions at once, man. It's like it we waited a year for this, and this is what goddamn and fucking. And now I just I'm excited for Kenobi, but they didn't show a teaser at the Super Bowl, and now with the way the Boba Fett ended, I'm just a little worried about it. You want to be excited, but it's also like, oh man, are they going to do that again? <sighs> it's dumb that we're. It's like ah, oh, it's back on Tatooine again. I'll accept it for Kenobi, but if everything else goes according to plan, I'll accept Tatooine. Well, is there going to be a Boba Fett season two? I know. I think the fact that they had a post-credits means probably, even though Cobb Vanth is more related to Mando than to Boba, but I would say maybe. Now, here's the the problem. The thing they're going to do is just say, oh, we got such bad feedback on the book of Boba Fett, we're not going to do a season two. But what they really should do is just make a better season two, like revive the show, like do it. I don't know. One direct, have Bryce do the whole thing, or I don't know, get him off of Tatooine and make a more cohesive storyline or something. Like it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't mean that you can't continue it just because the first season was lukewarm. Yeah. Like don't yeah. What they, like they what they did with Solo was like. For various reasons, Solo got low box office numbers and not the best ratings of all time. 
it doesn't mean the movie was bad. Right. So, so if you decide well, to like pivot everything after that, you had one <laughs> you had one movie that was like a B plus when all the others were A pluses and you're like, oh wait, hey, hold on a second. This is not working. Like, come right. on, man. That's not the strategy. What were you gonna say? Sorry. I'm uh I forget. I was just looking up um reviews. Ooh. So the book of Boba Fett as a series got seventy three percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, 7.6 out of 10 on IMDb and even on Google who is overwhelmingly uh, positive most of the time got an 86. Yeah, it's a weird one too because I was looking at the um, I was looking at the ratings by episode. Oh, okay. So like, for example, chapter 2 8.2 chapter 3 with the chase scene (laughs) 6.3 chapter 5 with Mando 9.3 Chapter 6 with Luke and Cad Bane, 9.4. And then Chapter 7 down to 7 again. So So, uh, it's just all over the place, man. On Rotten Tomatoes also. uh, Critic score is 73%. Audience score is 60. So it's uh, a little further down there. Mm. Yikes. Oh, well. On to the next, I suppose. That's it. At least we don't have to wait that long. I mean, man, or uh, Obi's, Obi's is right around the corner. Yeah, it's a perfect, it's a perfect break. I think it's not too crazy long, but we do have, we do have some time to kind of decompress after Boba Fett and whatnot before we get there. What is this? Goddamn! I'm trying to get free tits. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just paying for all these tits. God damn it. <laughs> How do I delete this thing? I don't know. I blocked them. Oh, God. Um, yeah, let's let's move on. I mean, cause there's there's some uh there was some stuff that dropped. So um Moon Knight. I yes. finally I finally watched that trailer. Dude, I'm like you, know nothing. I'm super excited. Dude. It looks go. fresh. It looks fresh. I'm ready. It's as simple as that. It looks fresh. I don't know anything about it. It looks fun. Pose in it. Fine. Sign yep. me up. And the new trailer at the Super Bowl had a couple extra scenes in it that I hadn't seen before. Yeah. It looked fucking awesome, man. Yeah. Moon Knight has a little bit of Egyptian mummy-esque looking stuff. And I'm like, yeah, fucking throw it in there. I'm fine with it. I'm ready, baby. I'm ready. I'm ready. Yeah, I'll switch focus back to Marvel for a little bit while we wait for Kenobi to come out. But yeah, yeah. Moon Knight. And then Moon Knight's coming out in March, so it's soon. Uh, Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. And then Doctor Strange, man. Did you ever finish watching the What If animated series? I did not. So you should go back and... Each episode stands alone except for the finale. So you should go back and just watch the Doctor Strange episode of that. Okay. Because I didn't think anything from What If was going to tie into the actual MCU. I thought it was like a fun little side project. But well, with a multiverse, say anything can. <laughs> true, but yeah. they they are pulling threads from the Doctor Strange storyline into the movie, so that's exciting to see. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the other one, which this is the one that like punched me in the fucking gut, like Moonfall or Moon Knight looks fun. Mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings looks great, and I am I am hyped for that. Doctor Strange looks super fun. Jurassic World Domination. Did you watch that? Did you watch the whole fucking thing? Not really. Honestly, I've been tuned out Dude. of it since we saw that first one in theaters. I was kind of like, blah, blah, blah. Dude, they bring everybody back. 
Of course they Jeff are. That's what everyone's Goldblum. doing. I know. He was in. He was in the last one. I saw the trailer. Oh, yeah. Man, that's what but they do they, now. They, everyone's they also, back. They they're, just the, use, they're just going to kill him off, and then everyone's going to hate it, and then they uh, <laughs> they brought back the original uh, scientists too from the first one. Oh, for real? Grant and the the lady and uh, Shit. Hondo. What's her What's her name in episode eight? Oh, Holdo. Holdo. Hondo. Yeah, so Holdo's in it and Dr. Grant. Um, yeah, so th- there were some nice ties. You know what really... Kids made- back? I didn't see. Maybe. They'll probably, be, they'll probably show up. Yeah, Steven Spielberg back? Guaranteed. You know what I saw on there that really was like, dude, I'm fucking excited, is I saw other dinosaurs, which sounds so stupid, but... <laughs> In the original one, all we got to see was T-Rex, Velociraptors, um, and we saw like a, a that sick dying Triceratops. Like Those in the very like, first one? Yeah. Well, and we see the one the lizard with the flaps, I guess. They had a lot of um like just like big open shots of a bunch of dinosaurs. That's true. But it no, wasn't right. they weren't like up close and personal, except for like, yeah, the T-Rex right. and the Raptors. You're right. But, yeah. Um yeah, kind of just wide sweep because there's that one where the brontosaurus eats off. Yeah, and then they all oh, they do travel in herds, so that's kind of yeah. You know, there's a triceratops that's like injured and they have to help it. Yeah, whatnot. she's sick. Yeah, she's pregnant. She's sick. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess that shoots my theory down. But what I was trying to say is, in the in the trailer, we got to see a lot of those dinosaurs in action. There was a triceratops like charging someone like a bull, and I was like, dude. Yes, that's what I fucking want to see. We see a uh, pterodactyl attack a, a helicopter, or it must have been a plane attack a plane, and I was like, "Fucking yes!" Okay, like a uh, pterodactyl triceratops. They put feathers on the raptors, so Doctor Grant's theory was right that they started becoming birds. Nice, nice. There's a lot of small little things. I was like, "Dude, well, chicken is a dinosaur, right?" <laughs> that's the <laughs> title. Sounds- the title is of this episode is Chickens Are Dinosaurs, right? <laughs> it's a weird thing to say, but I think that's the closest chicken evolutionary link. It's either, I swear to God, it's chickens. I swear to God. Hang on. Yeah, well, that's the whole theory that a lot of them lost. Chickens are dinosaurs. Chickens are dinosaurs. Guaranteed. <laughs> chickens are, <laughs> I can't tell if this is goddamn satire or not. Chickens are directly descended from T-Rex. <laughs> That's just someone's blog. That can't be real. Joe Joe Rogan talks about that. Oh yeah, di- chickens are f- f- ferocious. Oh, I yeah, get all cool. my knowledge from them. That's where everybody does from it. him. They're little savages. But they 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 kind of bring that all the way around. And uh, they, I don't so want to research it. It'll ruin the magic. Chickens are dinosaurs. Chickens are dinosaurs. So yeah, Doctor Grant was right. Chickens are dinosaurs. Yeah, man. We saw the first new Jurassic World in theaters, and I was. Oh, yeah. I thought it was corny, so I did yeah. not watch the second one, and I'm not up to date. So I yeah, saw I'm the trailer saying, last night, and I was I just kind of like ignored it really because I wasn't like that geeked yeah. about it. See, I was watching it. I I watched that one. I had to dive back in. Like, ooh, yeah. Man, take a peek at it after. I think it's actually a pretty long one. It's like two and a half minutes. So I might have to um, dive back in. Shit. Yeah, check it out. I thought I was free. I thought I was safe. I also it's too like, many franchises. Just like two weeks ago, watched the first one. So it was. It's kind of fresh on my mind, and seeing a lot of those things pop up, I was like, "Oh, you." Was it better than when we saw it for the first time? What the original Jurassic 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 World? World? Oh, sorry, you watched the first, 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 the first, first one. 
So that's that's what I'm saying because they call all all the callbacks are from the original one. So I was like, ah, oh, this looks fucking nice. Nostalgia, baby. That's yeah. all it is. Wonder what kind of Jurassic Park movies they'll be making when our kids are 30 years old. Cretaceous planet. <laughs> all right. That's. I'm just letting you know. I'm. That's what I'm writing. <laughs> well, should that be the title? Crustaceous Planet? No, Cretaceous. Cretaceous? I Cretaceous. Crustaceous Planet. <laughs> Crusty. No, because Jurassic Park technically should be called Cretaceous Park because all of yeah. the dinosaurs are not even alive in the Jurassic era. I don't know that much about history. I used to know more. Speaking of history, I started playing Civilization on Xbox. Which one? Six. Civilization six. I was yeah. asking all the degenerates in the in the WhatsApp, like, I want something that's like Age of Empires, but without the war part. I just want to focus on like building and like resources and research and stuff like that. Um, a couple, they threw out a couple things, but Civilization was one of them and it just happened to be on sale. Like the special fucking bonus extra ultra edition yeah. value supreme plus. Yeah. Um, so I got that. I've been screwing around with that. It's cool. It's like a very board game setup. It looks like Catan. There's like tiles and it's turn-based. So, But it's fun so far, man. You get to pick your civilization. You pick a a leader. Like every every civilization has like a main leader. And you start in the Stone Age and you fucking go all the way through. It's cool. Oh, nice. The I civilization I played was just like a board game. Yeah, exactly. It was... But I, I don't even remember liking it i don't know which one i even played but it like started in europe and it had everything in like hexagonal yep areas and i would go to one and attack it and then it would kick me back and then i was like i didn't like it at first this feels super slow and like yeah I'm all for a slow game but i felt like i was getting nowhere and i was like ah. yeah i definitely had to get used to it because if you go thinking age of empires which is real-time strategy. This is like turn-based strategy. It's turn-based, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, once you get through the tutorial and everything and it makes sense, it's it's fun. Everyone's got their bonuses. Like you can be America and then you're Teddy Roosevelt and like you get bonuses for like being on your own territory and whatnot. But there's a lot of historical figures in there and cool shit. So, I used to... Uh, I dig I used- it. Being a history major, I used to love just doing like YouTube videos of verses. And I, this is super random, but um, the rap battles of history. One, I watched one. It was, what was it? Rap battles of history? No, that too. But you said uh, verses. <laughs> it really would. It would be like uh, George Washington versus Napoleon, like unrealistic fictional battles. And they would go into who, <laughs> who was better hand to hand, who was better at planning, who was better at commanding, who was better. That sounds you know, so silly. It sounds like those screw attack videos, like it, Superman it was, versus Batman or whatever. It was legitimately that screw attack, but it was like historical figures. So Abraham Lincoln versus Genghis Khan. I want to see that. Genghis has got it. Probably, yes. <laughs> just impale everybody. <laughs> it's just, yeah. Shit. Unless he's got Curse Santon. Have you seen Spider Man yet? I'm going to ask so, you that every week. Anyone, anyone else? Uh, <laughs> you're, you're, you're behind on Marvel. You got to see Spider-Man. Yeah. I forget what I watched the other day. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> the Boba Fett finale. Is that forgettable? I forget what I watched. Always. <laughs> I do. I... Uh, I've been watching random shit. Very, very random shit. 
I, I tried watching um uh god damn it uh clockwork orange the other day and I, that was super heavy i tried watching that like a couple years ago and i just i don't know i couldn't get into it you know i i, I explained it in my head very very well it's a clockwork orange is a very weird movie and oh, yeah. try, trying to put it plainly in my head, it's very opposite clashing themes that they just force into a movie. So it's like classical music and like dancing, like the dude dances around, but also rape and murder. And <laughs> and it's it's almost like futuristic, but also retro. And it's just like a weird concoction of stuff. And it's it's not even like there to make you feel one way. It's there to make you feel you're like, right. whoa, this is weird. Whoa, I don't like that. Oh, this is kind of fun. Right. Oh, there's like, you know, I don't know. It feels childish and adult all at the same time. Like they're they're like yeah. singing and dancing. And, and then they're wearing masks and yeah. shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's they drink milk. <laughs> they drink milk after a good, you know, house yeah. invasion. <laughs> I wonder if I would like the novel more than I would like the movie. I've always wanted. There's always there's a bunch of movies that I would really like to read the novel of, and I, I have a big long list. Like, um, Silence of the Lambs is one. Clockwork Orange is one that I bet the I would Shining. like the, the book more. Shining. I did. I did read The Shining like last year. Yeah, it was really good. You know, random one. I I uh, didn't even get all the way through because I never finished a book, but it was really good. Was uh, Christine, which is mm-hmm. it's a weird movie to begin with, uh, but the book actually does add quite a bit. Um, because obviously the Christine, the, the car is supposed to be haunted, yeah. uh, but they go into like the car, phys- like actually talking to him, and there's like a demon involved, and then you're like, "Whoa, this is a lot more spacey than the, the movie." Yeah. So, yeah, there's a lot more weird stuff in The Shining than there was in the movie, in the book than there was in the movie. So I mean, yeah, messed up. And uh, Bro does not spoil alert doesn't die in the book. The um, the caretaker, the guy that is kind of telling Danny that he has to shine as well, he doesn't yeah. die in the in the book. Hmm. Yeah. And then Dr. Sleep, which is the sequel, picks up with Danny trying to like control his powers and he calls the caretaker and he's like, I need help. I can't figure this shit out. Oh. And then fast forward, spoiler alert, and then he's an alcoholic just like his dad. And he has to deal with that shit too. So <laughs> it's pretty dark. I do have to watch that. Dr. Sleep. You you gave it like a very mediocre review and I was like, fuck. No, I hadn't seen it. You've never seen it? No. Wait, I'm confused. How did you know what it's all about then? The book. I started reading the book. After I picked um, up The Shining, right. I started reading I'm, the book. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I still want to watch it. Well, the issue is, wrapping everything up, um, I've already seen those movies and liked them so much, and they're so unique, especially at Clockwork Orange. Like, visually, mm-hmm. Clockwork Orange is very, very unique. So when I read the book, all I'm going to be thinking about is the movie, which is not yeah. always... A- Thing. You want to you want to build your own universe in the book, so it's uh, yeah. It depends on. It's hard to know until you jump in and start reading it. But some sometimes that's better. Like I watched Game of Thrones before I ever read read those books, and I'm glad I did because it oh, yeah. makes it helps me visualize Westeros and everything a lot better. Even though there's a lot of things that are different in the books, so I liked it a lot. And I saw The Shining before I read that book. I felt like that was a good transition. So if you're looking for a book, mm. maybe go with that one. Okay. 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 <laughs> um, We're watching South Park. That's the other random thing. We're, we started from season one, and this year's season twenty-five. Yeah, I just uh, I just started. 
I just watched the first two. Okay, Jordan. <laughs> Fuck, it's a crazy show, man. I love so it. good, so smart. I've never like sat and watched it. It's one of those things that, like, in a hotel room, I'll put on Comedy Central like uh, during a funny movie, and obviously that'll end and it'll just transition into South Park. So I'll, yeah, I'll like fall asleep and wake up to South Park. But uh, I've never like just watched the whole show. So we started from season one. We're already in season two. So nice, powering through it. Enjoy. They're short. They're nice. Yeah, it's it's very uh, edible episodes. You know what I actually put on? So like, I always have a background show going, and I was looking for another one, and <clears throat> I just didn't feel like doing The Office or Always Sunny or whatever. So I actually put on a um, a playthrough of Ocarina of Time. And I've just had that on the background. I've just been watching Zelda and Link on Ocarina of Time. It's been nice because I don't have a copy of that and I can't play it. And I probably wouldn't want to play it through the whole thing. I would probably get nostalgia and then I would get bored. But I'm watching the playthrough and it's it's nice. That is a ridiculous statement because Why? I did the exact same thing nice. with another game. And Synergistic like, brains, dude. I'm telling you. I'm blanking on the game. It was literally like last week. What did I watch the other day? <laughs> what do you watch, I'm, Mario or something? No, it was something that I had like played, but not all the way through. So I wanted to watch someone play it. Oh, man. It's not going to be here. Fuck. Yeah, I did the exact same thing. That's a ridiculous statement that you just threw out there. Cause... How long was the playthrough, though? Uh, like two and a half hours. Well, because the Ocarina one is like 13 and a half hours. Oh, wow. Because it's a longer game. So, I, so you know, you can keep it on for, I don't know. We'll see how long it takes. A week or two. But, Let me Google this. Hold on. Play through. Google. No, this isn't it. Bummer. <laughs> well, if you think of it, text me. Post it in the group chat if you think of it. Oh, uh, the world is not enough. The game? Oh, yeah. Some of the guys were talking about that. That's what yeah, it was. man. I do have Nostalgia Factor heavy for that game. That was fun, dude. Someone mentioned it, and I was like, I played that game. Yeah. I had it on PlayStation. <clears throat> it was... I feel like I... I might have played that more than Goldeneye, honestly. I might have. I played one. I think it was for the original Xbox. Oh, yeah. There was a really good Bond game for that. It was out for GameCube as well. It's called, um, might be called Night, Nightfire or something like that. Oh, yeah. The multiplayer, they had like a couple things from like GoldenEye and World was Not Enough or whatever. But it wasn't based off a movie. It was like a whole brand new thing. Oh, no. I know what you're thinking of. Me and you and Dustin and Ryan played that. We mm -hmm. had, yeah, we rented it for the like, original Xbox. We played the shit out of that game. It was another one where there wasn't based on a movie. It was a whole new storyline. Oh, man. Think of that. I need to watch that playthrough because that's nostalgia. Agent Under Fire? It might, might have been it. I remember we were we had a whole weekend where we were bouncing back and forth between that and Tony Hawk. Just nonstop. We were like, go caddy. And then we were Tony Hawk and fucking James Bond back and forth. I think it was called Agent Under Fire. That's what I'm coming Shit. up with. Full gameplay uh, for PS2 and Xbox. Damn, man. That must have been the game I had. What a throwback. All right, I'm going to add that to my uh, YouTube watch list. Nice. Yeah, man, they know what to do. Just uh, throw up some nostalgia. Everyone's happy. Jurassic World, Star Wars, everyone's doing it. 
Everybody's doing it. You might as well do it too. All right. Cat Bane. What a bitch. Man, if he if they don't bring Cad Bane back, I'm gonna be you know the idea of We it, haven't talked about that actually. The idea of it is is great. Of ha- having Boba Fett be the one to kill. Oh, I thought that was perfect. Oh, oh my god, I misspoke. So I did watch that playthrough. Sorry. <laughs> I, I did watch I, Tommy the, boy. I did watch the playthrough of 007, but it was uh the original Phantom Menace game. Ooh. That was the game I started watching a full playthrough because it's over four hours. I don't think I played that one. I played nice. it on PC. Nice. That's exactly what I was looking for. Good shit. Okay. Um, what were we talking about? Oh, uh, Cad, Bane. Cad Bane. Yeah, yeah. We didn't talk oh. about, in our whole rant about the finale of Boba Fett, we did not talk about their little duel. I think the biggest... Um, my favorite <laughs> character out of Book of Boba Fett was Cad Bane. I'm going to say it. He he felt true to himself. He did some badass things, mm-hmm. and he made some questionable calls. That's all. That's what I, he he sounded great. He looked great. Mm-hmm. He was in the right situation. I can see him backing the Pikes because the money's in it, mm-hmm. and and him buttonheads with Boba Fett. Everything around Cad Bane, him taking out Fennec or not Fennec, him t- taking out. Um, Marshall. Yep. Marshall Mathers. Mathers. <laughs> and uh, his uh, deputy. Fuck it, perfect. Everything around Cad Bane was perfect. Even his Agreed death. Though. Even Agreed even though. his death was was the idea of it was great. The execution of it, you know, I thought it was great. Of I, all the things I had to complain about in the finale, that is not one of them. I thought their duel was perfect. You thought the duel was, was perfect. You thought the uh, gaffy stick murder was perfect. Was, okay. Yeah, I thought um, I didn't know how to feel. I'm not going to say I didn't like it. Uh, but yeah, it just makes sense. You're, you're right. I mean, I, I have nothing bad to say about it. I didn't expect it, to be honest, which is kind of weird because I usually they spell it out so well that you're like oh yeah clearly now he's going to use his gaffy stick well and i had completely forgotten about it because he was laying on his back and i was like and this is the thing that i was just about to complain about because we spent two episodes completely away from boba fett that you almost forgot about the gaffy stick and the tuscan raider backstory all together yeah and it's not like that was intentional to like kind of catch you off guard with the way he kills cad bane but um yeah I, I, did, I wasn't thinking about that because, again, they pulled focus away from the main character for so long. But no, I thought the way that he took him out was was great. Calls back to his training with the Tuscans. That's the whole reason he's turning away from that life in the first place. Very poetic. Um, it was nice, yeah. And I think the way that they played Cad is like, if you've watched The Clone Wars, then you know the backstory, and that's awesome. And if you haven't, then he's just this mysterious stranger that comes in and he's a badass and he's a plot device for lack of a better word for the main character to like you know learn his final lesson it's weird because he felt like the main villain he did for a little bit I mean he just has an imposing presence you know what I mean but why and we, we know why? because we know his backstory there's a lot of weight behind him for Star Wars fans that have watched the Clone Wars so as soon as he shows up, it's like you know all of that backstory without having to think about it. They don't have yeah. to like spell it out for you. Um, yeah, I just 
It's all good. It's all good. It's not all good. <laughs> it's all not good. all good. <laughs> we spent an well, hour I mean, and a half saying it I mean, is not all good. Everything's a little Cad Bane. I am okay with it. Um, yeah. And if they did, or if they re- really are truly killing him off, I mean, that's kind of a fun way to do it. To me, it sucks that it has to happen in the book of Boba Fett. <laughs> but, well, the thing, the nice thing is that they can easily have more stories with him that just happened before he passed away. True. Yeah. Like it, we, it doesn't mean Cad Bane's not happening in live action again. There's opportunity there. But God. as far as like him being, he's old and knowing him and Boba's history and everything from the Clone Wars, I feel like it does make for a very poetic ending. He also knows how to push buttons. Like the character of Cad Bane knows how to. He's a killer. Yeah. He, and he's a very efficient killer. And he, he doesn't give a shit. Everything's about the money. But he also, like, when he fa- when he was up against Boba Fett, knew how to push his buttons. Oh, yeah. Oh, even you bought that shit that the swoop gang was the murderers. And, ah, ha, ha, you dumb bitch. That's yeah. basically what he said. And Boba, said, Boba Fett's like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> fuck. I was hoping, you know, the more Boba Fett scenes with his helmet on, the better. I'm just saying it now. Yeah, I, yeah. Turkey Sandwich was saying that too. I completely agree with Turkey. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Thanksgiving, not Thanksgiving. I agree with Turkey. <laughs> That's yep. Black Friday, it's Turkey time. <laughs> Warm that shit up. All right, we gotta go. <sighs> no, I uh, I agree. It yeah. sucks. I don't know why. What it is. Is it Tamir Morrison's acting? Is it the lines that he has to say? Or is it simply that the, the helmet is so badass that, you know, you can get over the, the weird acting and the weird the weird dialogue and you're just like, you know what? He could say, let's go play with Play-Doh and scratch our asses. When that's he has how, that that's how they should have opened up the show, really. <laughs> okay, guys. <laughs> we appreciate it. Yeah, let us know uh, if there's anything else we missed because honestly, there was a lot of trailers that got dropped. Uh, I know we didn't really even yeah. touch on the, the multiverse of madness, um, but it looks fun. I'm excited for that. I'm hyped for Doctor Strange. So. Some- and Wanda's back. Yeah. See, those are the two most unique characters in Marvel to me. Like, those are the two wild card characters. So throwing them together, I'm like, whoa, like anything. Absolutely anything's possible. Well, yeah, with all the magic and everything, like Jesus. Exactly. But like But now you the- gotta watch, you gotta catch up though, before you see Doctor Strange. What do you mean catch up? On Marvel in general. What is Spider uh, Spider Man, Eternals. Spider Man, Eternals. You don't you don't Hawkeye. need to watch Hawkeye. I mean it's you should, but you don't it doesn't tie in necessarily. Thank you. Like, like we were talking about, the tone of Marvel was all like military and Iron Man and Winter Soldier and Falcon and blah, blah, blah. It's, a, it's expanded so much since everything started back in 08 and even after Infinity War that with things like the Eternals and all of like the magic and time travel shit with Doctor Strange and Wanda, I don't know. I have no clue where it's going to go because they can do literally anything. Yeah. It's going to get pretty crazy pretty fast. So, That's the I'm fun excited. thing, man. I uh, I agree. Those are the yeah. two wild card characters to me. Everything yep. else, everyone else is limited and has like a box around them. Like well, Cap, he's fun, but he's a soldier. He, he's limited. Iron Man, it's all tech, but you know he's a tech guy. Then that's he, there's no super strength or anything. But guy. like literally, we can like travel time. 
he could invert someone's intestines. Like we could get <laughs> fucking weird. Is there a spell that just make your enemy shit themselves and they're like, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta go change. I can't, I can't fight a war with a dump. Who's gonna some, fight a war like that? Some people wouldn't give a damn, dude. It's like have some seen, people could wear diapers going into battle just in case, dude. I've seen some random YouTube vi- videos of like people starting fights in in like the hood, and he'll pick a fight and then he'll just strip down naked and run at the guy, and no one fucks with it. No one fucks with it because you're like, dude, this guy's nuts. It totally throws you off, man. It's yeah, it's a good tactic. So if Doctor Strange, just I'll remember that next time I get jumped. D pants is everybody. No one's gonna, he's gonna win. <laughs> hey, giblets. <laughs> All right. Cool. This is the giblets dimension. <laughs> the giblets dimension. All right. 291, everybody. 91. Thank y'all. Cheers. Thank you.